You know, life experience is a fantastic teacher, and I'm coming to realize that I can live a better life on the outside if I invest in my life on the inside. For good or for bad, we live from the inside out. Our internals shape and sustain our externals. So here's the question that I can ask. Are there things that I can do to achieve a higher internal state? Welcome to Jesus Smart, the podcast, episode number 40. This is a mini-sode. The belief here is that Jesus knows how life works best now, and the future not only belongs to his kingdom, it's showing up in the present. You can see the show notes page for this episode at jesussmart.com. Our internal state is key as we follow Jesus and learn the ways of his kingdom. Do you know that a simple dynamic like cultivating the fruit of the Holy Spirit in our life more consistently, it conditions our inner person, it primes us and conditions us to experience and to live in the dynamic potentials of Jesus' world, the kingdom of God. Recently, I elevated into a higher internal state while I was investing some time in the word and prayer. Now, this doesn't always happen but I sure love it when it does. Now, what do I mean by a higher internal state? When I'm in a higher internal state, I sense renewed hope. There's this fresh energy which seems to ignite in me. Even at times, my my body can be energized. New ideas start showing up. I start imaging and imagining potentials, both near and far. My faith seems to go to another level. It's strengthened. I feel more authoritative, to be honest with you, like anything can happen. You know, like I can speak to a mountain and it can be removed. I become more certain of the truth that internals affect my externals. It's vital for us to consistently invest time in the word and prayer. Extraordinary dividends are available. I don't think God is active in any way apart from the agency of his word and spirit. I'm going to state that again for your consideration. I do not think God is active in any way apart from the agency of his word and spirit in our lives. Whether I feel I've elevated to a higher internal state or not, it's very important that I'm steadfast in the word and in prayer. This is what I've come to learn. It's simple. As we engage God in his word, in prayer and worship, over time, he honors it. I usually find that when I engage in the word and prayer, it takes a bit of work to press in and get past the noise. I don't know about you. It just takes a little while. I can't do it in five minutes or even 10. It just takes a bit of time and energy and work to press in and quiet down, you know, that chattering monkey mind of mine and all the noise, whether it's outside or inside noise, get past that noise, get past that grinding din of dailiness on the outside, and even more, get past the noise that's running at a high decibel level on the inside. But if I engage the word in prayer and get past it, it's always worth any effort to get there. To be honest, I'm seeking how to intentionally get myself into these states, not just being passive about it or serendipitously getting into a an elevated internal state. I'm trying to become intentional about getting myself into these states. And so I'm thinking that a little kingdom R&D, a little kingdom research and development is in order. How can we get ourselves into these states? And this is not a conclusive list. 
It's not comprehensive. It's a beginning list for me, and I'd like to share it with you, and I would be interested in your feedback or what other items you think should be on a list like this. And not, not to become formulaic about it, it is organic. It's a living, vital relationship with the Ascended Head Christ. It's, a, it's an organic relationship with the Holy Spirit. But there's some key elements that we have to build into our practice and into our experience. For me, number one, for me, it starts with the Word. When I've elevated to a higher internal state, I have pressed through in the Word at some level in some way with a strong focus, even a hunger. Jesus said, my words are spirit and life. He also said, man does not live by bread alone. We do not live by the natural plane alone. I have discovered and I continue to discover that the word, it primes my inner person. It's like seed. Somehow things are germinated and activated when I press through in the word of God. So it starts with the word. Number two, for me, what about heavenly prayer languages for today? Now, I realize this could seem unusual to some, but when I get into a higher internal state, I find myself wanting, even craving, to speak in heavenly prayer languages, and I sometimes do. You see, my conscious mind, my prefrontal cortex, that, pre, that, you know, that lobe in the front of our brain, my conscious mind is not quite dialed into what I'm praying when I'm using heavenly prayer languages. And frankly, just to be honest, my friend, What a blessed gift that can be at times to turn that part of me, not dormant, but let it subside and let heavenly prayer languages take the ascendancy. But when I'm doing this, I feel, this is my testimony, my experience and the practice of an experience of millions and millions of believers around the world, I instinctively feel that something is registering in the spiritual realm and it feels good. I feel fruitful. I feel dominion-like. I have to trust the mystery of it. I feel like it detoxes and conditions my inner man. It refreshes my mind, praying in heavenly prayer languages. On the show notes page for this episode at JesusSmart.com, I'm going to drop a recommended book by Jack Hayford on this topic if you'd like to take a deeper dive. So it starts with the word and heavenly prayer languages. Now let me mention a third element sanctified imagination. I find that my imagination gets charged when I'm in an elevated state. It's like my aspiration hits a new gear. Faith arises. I I, I start imagining potentials. I even visualize myself experiencing these potentials. It's almost like a a role-playing that happens on the inside. I feel, my friend, that these are precursors to manifestation. I think that when we start to get into an elevated state, we need to give ourselves permission to let our sanctified imagination loose, and that these are precursors to manifestation in the concrete, real world of our lives and within the circle of our influence. Here's another element, number four, the gifts of the Holy Spirit. As I begin to transition into an elevated state, I sense maybe words of knowledge or words of wisdom surfacing. I may operate in in the gift of discernment about something. You see, we have extraordinary resources that we should be accessing. Paul said in 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 1, that we are to pursue love as a priority, yet we are to earnestly desire spiritual gifts as well. I would encourage you to read about the gifts of the Spirit in 1 Corinthians 12 and Romans 12 in the New Testament. Number five, increased authority. I find that when I'm in this state, 
I feel like I can pray and decree with increased authority. There is power as a believer in Jesus Christ, as a Christ follower. I, I, I want to say to you that there is power in your faith-filled voice. You see, faith is voice-activated. It's also action-activated, but faith is voice-activated. This is a key to me. I mean, Jesus defined faith as speaking to mountains and removing them. He said that we can still the storm. You know, we have an internal peace and an internal authority on the inside of us, and we can release it and quiet that storm. He talked about healing with a word. The Roman centurion said to Jesus that just say the word and my servant will be healed. We can decree and declare the design of heaven. In fact, my friend, you can name a situation in harmony with the Father's mind. There may be something in your life that sort of has a label on it, sort of a, a, a false identity, and you need to rename it. You can name a situation and place it in harmony with the Father's mind through an increased authority with an elevated state. And finally, number six, put some zip into it. Live with zeal. I generally feel that some measure of the zeal of the Lord coming on me about something that is current or relevant or that I'm foreseeing. When I'm in an elevated state, I feel this way. There's something of a zeal from above, a zeal of the Lord that comes on me. And, you know, the scriptures say that the zeal of the Lord of hosts will accomplish this. Even the creator operates in his own zeal. Do you know that? He operates in his own zeal. How can we not operate as his children or as his vice regents of the kingdom, moving in his royal anointing and in the kingly authority that he has given us? How can we do, how can we do it without the zeal of the Lord of hosts? How could we think that we can move and work on his behalf in his stead without his zeal? I have to live a zealous life, not a zealless life, a zealous life. And so be open to putting some zip into it, put some zeal into it, draw down the zeal of the Lord into your spirit, into your renewed mind, through your voice, through your prayer-born activity. Well, this is just a list. It's not conclusive. It's not comprehensive. It's not even necessarily prioritized. I did start out by saying, for me, it starts with the word. I mentioned accessing the potential of heavenly prayer languages. We're talking about getting into an elevated state so that we can change our external state. Sanctified imagination, utilizing the resources, the gifts of the Holy Spirit, moving in increased authority, and putting some zeal into it. Just some thoughts to get us started, to prime the pump. What about you? Are you ready to live in an elevated state? I'm learning, I'm questing about these things. My knowledge and my experience are always in part, as Paul says in 1 Corinthians 13, but I have to be on the grow. See, Jesus is my mentor. He's my coach. He's my teacher. He challenges me. He coaches me up. There are edges and horizons that need you to come, your best self to come to the fore. You see, the better Brian, that's me, Brian, the better Brian is a winner. The lesser Brian, well, he can be embarrassingly lame at times, and I don't mind saying it. I know the difference. So I know that there are edges and horizons that are before me and around me that require my better self, require me to come into an elevated state in Jesus. What about you? If you have perspectives or thoughts, I would love to hear them. I would love to hear what you think. 
Thank you for rating and reviewing and following this podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, and other podcast apps. It's now on Spotify, YouTube, and soon to come on one, two, or three other directories as well. When you do this, it helps others discover the content to see if it's a good fit for them. These podcast directories push it up and bring it before more people as there are more reviews and subscriptions to these uh, directories. Plus, it keeps you connected. You can visit JesusSmart.com to see the show notes page for this episode. Leave your thoughts and questions there. There's a contact page. As always, with Jesus, our horizon is brilliant. It's elevated. It's empowering. Make it a smart week. All the best until next time.